Folks at home, folks at home, welcome back to Ike Live, second segment of the show. Man, these shows are getting longer and longer, Pete. They started as, as like two-hour shows, and now what, are they going to be like 10-hour shows, or what's going on here? <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, we, you, you told me we're at a three-hour show tonight. I'm like, man, how in the world are we going to get through a three-hour, and it's like... It seems so long, doesn't it? It, it And then you start chatting, and it, it just... Next thing you know, you're out of time. It rolls. Uh, let me thank everybody for joining in. What a great show so far. We talked about a lot of stuff. Um, it's going to get better. What we've got in store for you for the next couple segments is even more exciting than what you heard. So I'm glad you waited. Uh, real quick, uh, Brian, let me get a close-up real quick. Uh, special shout-out to, uh, to my purple uh, comb real quick. Uh, this is the comb I use to groom my beard. Uh, I, I use this daily. Don't think it's strange. My beard's getting so thick. Look at that. I could actually nice. set the comb in there. Nice. And it actually sticks. Nice. Um, we're not even. We're not even going to wait here. You want. You want to try it too? I, I think I could give it a shot. I don't, have good, I don't have beard cooties. Or anything. <laughs> I don't. Know. I am using beard I'm, oil though. I might catch that ear infection. <laughs> no. Wow. Oh, look at that. You have a stick too. Ooh. All right. Thank you. All right. <laughs> uh, we're not even going to wait. You know. You, usually we build up to the guests and uh, and and we go like twenty thirty minutes of build up. We're not even going to do that. Uh, Let's get right into it. We talked about him earlier in the show, uh, and and now joining us via satellite, via Skype, from I think somewhere in Alabama. We're going to find out. I'm not sure. I'm not sure where they're at. We're going to find out here in a second. Joining us via Skype, we have the Lee brothers, Matt and Jordan Lee. The Lee brothers, everybody. Yeah. The Lee brothers. What's up, guys? How you doing tonight? Where where are you at? Where you be? Man, uh moved to Gunnersville, Alabama. Gville? We moved G-ville. to Gville. Well that uh, was that was the smartest thing you guys have ever done in your entire careers. Uh, Lives. Man, we're we're pumped about it. Uh yeah, we really we grew up forty five minutes from here and uh you know, we just finished school, college, and everything. There goes the tiger. I just saw a tiger <laughs> fall in the back. Well, that wasn't a real tiger, was it? <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but yeah, we, we rent a little place over here. It's, you know, it's just so convenient to be able to go out in the lake and not have to drive five minutes to be at pretty much any boat ramp on the lower end. It's pretty cool and uh, just gives us we're a like We're like a minute from Seabold. If that if that gives you a little taste for yeah, wow. that that's what crazy. a neat place to be. Oh, dude, what an amazing! Can you imagine living that closer on the lake? 
you know, you got to feel bad for us. Uh, all of us here from the Northeast, especially Pete and I, we live on the damn Delaware River where a two-pounder's a giant. I know. Hey, you, y'all can come stay anytime y'all want. We, we got a couple. We got a couple fish in this pond. Nice. Oh my gosh. We'll take what, you up on that. What? An hey, am- we've been enjoying the show, man. For real. We we've, we've been listening in for a couple hours. I know we've been thrown on the back burner a little bit. No. But, hey, I hey. guess I guess saving the. I mean, hey, this show this show gets like, better. I love the show, hadn't he? Yeah, he kind of stole the show he early. Stole it. We're trying. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Hey, hey, this it's should. Te- right. I mean, this should teach you guys a, cool a lesson. Beard, you know, I mean, neither matter. I do. So we're gonna we're kind of struggling on that point. <laughs> hey, listen to me. This is a big lesson for you guys. Hey, if you're if if things aren't working out, you're not catching them on tour. Just getting a brawl with each other. Yeah. Oh, that'd be huge. I, it sounds like it works. Man. That's I what mean, I'm saying. I, I ain't scared to throw a punch. <laughs> yeah, he said he wanted to do the I, little UFC boxing thing. I with, think uh, me and Sancho should get into it. What? Nice. Joe? A little call out there. Joe, oh. that's a little bit of a call out right there. He's a lot there. younger than me, but I'm pretty sure I can... Soaking wet. Yeah, that's, that's the point. I think it'd be kind of entertaining <laughs> for uh, for old Sancho to whoop up on me. No, <laughs> you, you know what would happen was like after two minutes, I'd die of uh, <laughs> for being out of I shape. So. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. Now I want to I want to clarify something. And you guys have been watching this show like live. I know from talking to you guys, you've watched it from early on. When the show actually sucked really bad, <laughs> and, and uh, is the show better? And make and make Brian the producer feel good was, here, will you? I, I think there was a little bit more partying going on. <laughs> it looked a little more social. I think wow. Brian yeah. toned it down a notch or two. Wow, <laughs> sucking on pizza right now, not drinking any beer. I see how it is. Wow. <laughs> no, but it, it it was good before. I mean, I think it's I think it's the same. Yeah, I just I just think it's awesome how it's just. I mean, there's a bunch of ways that fishing, or, you know, just the way fishing in general is going right now where you can get a behind-the-scenes look. You get guys like Poche-ish to call in that you don't actually ever hear from them. You know, you see write-ups on Bass Fan, like you said, but you don't actually ever hear from them. And then to have Morgan Thaler, you know, I haven't heard from him since he won, and I can watch this, and he calls in and talks about his win. It's just, you know, just adds. I think people in bass fishing world are always itching to get just like you said, you're you're refreshing the page yeah, of Bassmaster yeah. to want, get tournament updates. Yeah. Everybody wants more all yeah. the time. Yeah, you man. want something new and you know, this is a good way to get some new information and get guys on tour and you know, like Sancho and Pete and everybody, you know, kinda get their input on everything. People love it. Well thank you guys. I appreciate it. We still have no freaking clue what we're doing whatsoever, but I appreciate the, the kind <laughs> yeah, words. Just go with it. Yeah, now, now I gotta get this straight. I wanna know and, and we're we're getting a lot of IMs already. I see Beck in the back uh, giving me symbols here. Couple questions are coming up. Who's who's older? Who's younger? Who's the older of you two and who's the younger? Matt's older. Um I was actually thinking about this earlier. I don't know how old I am. I think I, my mom would probably kill me if she heard me say it. I think I'm 23. I am <laughs> 23. Yeah, I just turned 26. He's 23. He was born in 92, One. 91. Yeah, and I was born in 89. Yeah. I didn't even know when my brother was born. But it, but it's true, you are twins, right? <laughs> Everybody thinks that though. Yeah, yeah, we do look we do look similar. I'll give us that. But uh, yeah, he's a couple years older than me. So. And then and so here's the second I am question that we're getting. We have uh, I don't know. We had like uh, what, what did we say? How many click throughs came through? Like 
10,000 IMs come through already tonight. And of those 10,000, there were three female fans. And they want to know, who's the sexier of you two? I'm sexier and single. And he's uglier and not. Wow! <laughs> hey, you know what? I'll take that. You know, I, I do have a, a woman. So, I mean, I'll let Matt, you know, he's got to... He's got to pick what he can get these days. He's getting, oh. he's getting older. He's getting washed up. He's bald. I mean, look. Oh. 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 Nice. No, 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 no. I want you to be nice now. Listen, I was at the hair salon the other day, and there was a young lady looking for a hot professional angler. Wow. And I first, I was like, who the heck is single? And I was like, oh, those oh, Lee God. brothers. And wow. she was looking at pictures and I very excited. Bass, not women. So <laughs> You want to like come to Jersey? We have women for you. Jersey. I don't know if you want these women up here. Hey, they don't there. pay the bills. They hurt the bills. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they take your money. I, I, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, Matt, I'll, I'll give Matt that that uh that end right there. Okay. All right. Well, that's good to know. We've cleared up the two biggest I am questions. Right. The it's good to know. Hey, I want to break right into this. We were uh, me and Joe were talking earlier, and we had a, an amazing caller. He was like 18 years old, just graduated high school, and, and you know we're trying to. He was wanting to know what the next step is. We were listening. I, yeah, we were dude. Listening, I, yeah. I can't think of two better examples than you guys exactly. for the right way to do it. So talk talk a little bit about that. First of all, before you even get into that, what what did you guys go to school for? What are your degrees in, by the way? We, we appreciate that. Uh, I'm a marketing major. Um, it took me about five years and some change to do it. I'm not the brightest human being in the, on the earth, but I got through it. Uh, marketing. <laughs> But I, you know, I really enjoyed it, um, and I didn't, I didn't really, I, I you know, I, I knew I wanted to fish coming out of high school. I knew there was something there, um, but I, I just, it just kind of, it just happened, and I, I enjoyed the classes and and everything like that. And uh, Matt, you can, you yeah, can I went, I went into industrial engineering, and uh, our dad's a vet, and I kind of went the science route at first and didn't like it, and just wanted to get a fallback plan. The guy that called in earlier. You know, a lot of kids, I think they get caught up in, they want to be fishing against the Iconellis and the Van Dams tomorrow. Like, they're ready to go. Quick. They're gung-ho. Right. Yeah, they, they want, want it to, quick. They want to jump into Elite Series next year. Yeah. And, they, you know. Which is understandable. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, kids are, are just, you know, super excited. They want to be there where, you know, we're going to be next year. Um, but it's not, you know, it doesn't happen overnight like that. And it's tough to tell somebody that's 18 years old, Hey, you need to go to college, get a degree because, you know, even though we're fishing the elites next year, you don't know how long that's going to last. It's yeah. really, there's really an, a lot of uncertainties there. So yeah. we could suck hard for a couple of years and then be gone, have to so, work. So, yeah. And we understand that. We've understand that from the beginning. And that's what we tried to, you know, kind of preach the younger uh, generation, which I'm, I'm pretty young myself, but to the younger generation, um, you know, guys in high school, I know there's a bunch of people watching it. Um, I mean, I couldn't think of a better way to do it than what we did, and that's go to school, get your degree. You know, college fishing now, obviously, you know, I going mean, to the classic. I mean, it, it's you know how big of a deal y'all y'all Pete and and oh, it's uh, huge. I, it's huge. Uh, it's huge. Yeah, it's I huge. Mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. I, we, you know, we all, me, me and Pete are the really old guys. Joe too. We're the really old guys. We always say we wish we had it back then. But, but here's a question. 
did your choice of schools was that reflected in did you go to Auburn because it had a good bass team was that yeah. at all involved in your decision on what college you went to you know you know for me it was um I saw it was it's, it was I was getting into college as soon as the college fishing started and you know I was fishing all these local events BFLs weekend series whatever and um you know it, it just it, it just popped up and I was like man this this could be something big I need to do it um and Auburn they were on TV they were on um ESPN and I saw they had a fishing team and they did well they were in the top 5 and I was like hey you know, this could be something really cool. Didn't you know that was before the classic? You know, they offered a spot, all that. Um, but I was just like, it was on TV, you know. And I'm these BFLs and pitch stuff I'm fishing aren't on TV, so I'm not going to get the exposure that yeah. way. And and that really made my decision. My dad went to Auburn, my mom went to Tennessee, so Auburn, you know, was kind of I was always you know kind of Auburn fan, and. Uh, so that's kind of how I'm, I chose mine. Yeah, and yeah. you talk a lot about uh, like the federation when y'all are growing up. I think like the college fishing is the new age yeah. federation. Uh -huh. Yes, and the fact yeah. that, that you go to school like like Bass and FLW, they understand that their market is changing, and there's all these younger generation, younger kids that are really getting. Yeah. You know, they're quitting high school sports like football to fish and to be on their fishing teams in high school, and that was unheard of even when we were in school. Yeah. And I think, you know, just with the combination of Bass and FLW realizing um, what a big, you know, how big it is right now, um, and they're putting so much of their time into it, and they're, you know, marketing it on TV and everything. You're getting the opportunity to fish all these different lakes, meet all these people from all over, that fish for, for schools all over the nation, and not to mention the classic spot. That's obvious, but, you know, there's... There's just as much TV time now for college fishing as there is the Elite Series. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, if not more. You know, and that's that's not the college kids doing it. That's that's the companies realizing where their market is and wh where the where they need to put their pennies and dollars where they're you know who they're mm -hmm. you know recruiting yeah. these new age fishermen. We're next and year's so fishermen. It, you know that college fishing gives you an awesome opportunity. I mean, we were talking about. It's talked about a lot on here. Sancho was talking about it earlier about sponsorships. You qualify. That's great. But now you got to come up with the money to do yeah. it. And if we hadn't had college fishing, you know, and we just qualified through the opens and decided to do it, it would be totally different yeah, scenario. Yeah, super hard. And yeah. uh, it's already hard enough as it is. And that's with both of us already being able to fish the classic before we were full time. You know, you know, doing this full time. So college fishing is the way to go. I mean, uh, I, I strongly recommend it. You know, both of us do. College is not, you know, it's awesome. It's, a, you know, it's, it's a good time. It is still school and it's not exactly fun. all fun, but we had plenty of fun and, you know, got to do all that fishing stuff there too. So. Hey guys, I have a question for you. Does the rivalry exist between Alabama and Auburn and the fishing as it does in uh, football? It's fishing now. What say it one more time? Does the rivalry rivalry between Auburn and Alabama is it the same in the fishing as it is with football? Not really. You know, we we've actually became really good friends with all the guys on the um, Alabama team, and it, it really isn't the big rivalry rivalry like you would think. It's a uh, it's more it, it's just like competition. You're you're um, just like the opens or whatever. You want to beat everybody. It's kind of cliche, but it's like. Everybody says it's like a fraternity of fishermen, blah, blah, blah. But it really is because you've got guys that you go to school with, our 20 guys that love to fish on the fishing team, that all you want to do is just go to class, 
make good enough grades to, to you know to get through school and fish and all you talk about hey you want to go eat dinner well, guess what we're going to talk about at dinner you know fishing yeah and it's cool to have people that share that interest yeah. with you all over and yeah, whether they're from alabama what? you know yeah. old miss it doesn't matter i kind of figured you guys would poison their live wells the way you poison their tree you know way you know way the trees get poisoned you know what i mean oh, okay Come on. yeah i did a, I, I did have a note here on my shit sheet Who to say i got chime in i thought you were talking yeah to I, I know. Who is this guy back there? Oh, he's a troublemaker. I'm just some troublemaker they let into the studio. Yeah. That's he's, smart. He's, he's he has questions that Mike can't ask. He gave him a mic. What's up with that? Yeah. Yeah. Get him out of here. Well, here's the thing. He's just mad because when he went out to dinner when he was in school, all him and all his buddies would talk about sawdust on the floor that he had to sweep yeah. up later. Uh, is that a Vokey rip, dude? What is that? Uh, no, I did have a note here on my sheet to say three words to you guys. I have no idea what this means, but war, damn, eagle? Hell yeah. War, damn, eagle. Okay. Roll tide. Okay. That's like the never give up of college fishing in our area. Right wow. There. Yeah. Okay. I have to say that again. Re- Miss Rebecca, do we have an IM? I, I see your hand up back there. All right. So okay. um, we've got a lot of people asking questions about college fishing. We have a sure. lot of northern viewers. So I think it would be good for you guys to touch on. I think a lot of people down in the southern states know how to find schools with fishing programs, fishing clubs, organizations, tournament fishing. Um, maybe the northern folks could use a little help on where they go and find the schools that have the fishing programs. Point them in these directions, y'all. Good question. Yeah. Did you ask uh, how do they find the schools or setting them up? Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're, okay. they're, they're wanting to know. <laughs> and they're wanting to know all that. They're wanting to know everything. Yeah. yeah, well, as far as high school goes, you know, I'm, I'm not an expert, but the biggest thing um, that I could see from my high school and how they got started was to find, um, you know, like, was well, you know, it's different everywhere, but just to find people that were maybe recent graduates, there were assistant coaches on the football team that loved to fish and that some of the kids knew, you know, that are um, assistant coaches there, just you know, somebody that can be their sponsor, that can go out with them and kind of be up. behind them when they're getting started. And, you know, a lot of schools have, pet prep teams or cheerleading squads stuff like that i think you just go to your guidance counselor go to the principal and say you know i would love to you know i think i don't really have anything to give them but from my own experience because i wasn't on a high school team as far as high school fishing goes but it would be you know my best advice would be to go to somebody of higher power there and say hey i would like to start high school fishing kind of show them online what it is that it's not just something you made up on a whim that this is a big deal in a lot of the country and uh you know to come up with some bylaws maybe with some parents so the kids that are in the club and uh you know find somebody i think the easiest or the best thing to do would be able to find somebody maybe contact hank weldon i know he'll love for me saying this on here but go through bass contact him and, you know, find example bylaws and stuff that you can kind of look from um, to help get your club started, if that helped at all. That, that did help. Good good points. All good points. And here's here's something. I want to switch the conversation a little bit. And most of our viewers know who you guys are. But for those who don't, you guys have absolutely been stomping them out there on the tournament trail. And I, I'm talking about not just the college. I'm talking about the Opens, local events, the Bassmaster Classic. 
you guys have a track record here. Brian printed out this sheet here for both of you. It's like eight pages long. I can't even read off all your accolades <laughs> in the last couple years. No, uh, not that big. No, it, it's big. I'm serious. I've got pages and pages here. Uh, but here's an analogy I want to make, and I want to let you know that uh, I, you know, I watched the other guys, and one thing that I saw, and I want to make sure people know this, is I'm big on putting the time in and working on the water. And both of you guys are amazing at putting the work ethic in. Uh, Jordan, Matt, both of you, I see your truck from dark to dark. I see you putting in the hours. And that's what it takes to, to, to be good. That's what it takes. I'm looking at all these top finishes, and I know it's because of the work ethic. So I, I, I appreciate that from you guys. I think it's amazing. Good job. Boy, I was I was thinking about that earlier uh, earlier today, actually, about, um, you know, me, me talking to other people, you know, I've gotten to know some of the guys that fish professionally, you know, in my little time being around them, and Jordan has too. And, you know, like somebody like Mike Iaconelli, for instance, you know, he, you know, you're a very different person than most average fishermen, I guess you could say, or however you call yourself. But, <laughs> I, you know, besides all that craziness that goes on with Mike yeah. Iaconelli, there's, there's a reason that there's the Kevin Mandams, the Greg Hackneys, the Iaconellis. It's not by just chance, you know. Swindle said something on here when he was on here the other week. If you don't, if you don't believe in luck, then you don't. You're not a fisherman, you know. I think that like if you played golf against Tiger Woods, he's gonna maybe, you know, you both might hit a hole in one, but he's gonna hit a hundred of them before you hit one. And if you go out fishing just some random guy off the street against Van Dam's Iaconellis, you might actually catch more fish than them. But on a consistent basis. You won't even you won't even touch them, and it and it's because of work ethic. You know, it's it's about taking you know, and, and how can somebody like my brother, you know, get lucky enough to beat a few guys in the classic? I think I think a lot of guys, even the younger ones like the Palinics, they take the little bit of time that they have compared to a lot of the older anglers, and they really maximize their learning experience when they're on the water. So yeah. For, so yeah. when they're on the water, they can. You know, draw from that knowledge from there that when they've been on the water and make adjustments faster than anybody else, and that's what makes them so good. And I think you know, I seen it firsthand. You know, when I was practicing for Grand Lake, I showed up with a friend of mine. Quick story: Alan McGuckin out there, and it's like, I don't know. We could we had to be off the lake by December 10th. It's like December 1st. I'm about to pre-practice for Grand Lake. I get there. Good it's story. like six o'clock at night. It gets dark at like 6:30. We're waiting on Iaconelli to come in um, so we can go eat dinner. Well, 6.30 rolls around, 6.45, <laughs> It's pitch black dark. You can't see anything out there. And all of a sudden, you see the navigation lights coming in from the main lake, you know, going way above faster than he should have been going. <laughs> Who cares? Comes in and like, okay, he's finally here. Guck's like, okay, we can go eat now. No, he pulls in, pulls into the little marina that he launched from and starts throwing a spinnerbait down the edges of the dock. And, you know, he wasn't out there to just make a scene for me and Guck. He didn't know we were even out there watching. But that's just, you know, I'm loving on Iaconelli right now. But, I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. just an example that, you know, that's how you get that good. Yeah. If you love it that much, you're not out there trying to prove a point to somebody or something. Yeah. You're out there because you always want to figure them out, and you love it. And, and, that, that's, and what, that's that. And that's what it takes. Like you know, like you said, putting your time in. Um, you know, if you really want it that, you know, if you want something that bad, you want to be a professional angler. You know, it's a lot more than 
your you know your average just going out and fishing for a couple hours a day you know you you have to really want it and you know i feel i feel like the guys who are up the the highest level such as you know ike and and gerald and you know like even somebody like edwin neighbors he you know i've noticed him you know puts he just puts his time Mm -hmm. in and that's that's what it takes but you know well, you guys, you guys have been awesome. It's been awesome to watch, except for a couple times when you guys whipped up on me on the open. <laughs> um, but when uh, one out that again, <laughs> it's been great to watch your success, except when you beat up on me on the uh, open. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I, I tell you, man, you guys, um, man, it's just incredible maturity and um, well spoken for two young men. You guys did real well in school, and uh, you you developed under the college program. But man, you, you must have come into college with some kind of skill set. For our younger audience, where did you guys get started? Uh, did your dad take you fishing? How did how did you guys yeah, get into this? You know, it, this is an awesome. That's an awesome question, and uh, it's something that I always kind of take pride. I, I don't take pride in it, but um, it's it's always it's different. You know, it's really different for Matt and I. Our parents have been really supportive. Uh, of us throughout the you know it takes a lot of support to get started and uh but one thing that we did is we just learned on our own and we we never had like you know that person to take us fishing or um you know may have a friend in high school that would go out with us or whatnot but you know i started in a pond uh you know like any other kid when i was you know 11 or 12 years old and i just caught the bug like that you know everybody can remember their first time I remember mine, and Matt remembers his. But uh, we started fishing little John boat lake right here at the house, and uh, there was Saturday tournaments, Monday night tournaments, Friday night tournaments, and uh, little nine nine horsepower, about as basic as you can get. And it just such an awesome lake that you know allowed us to just to get started. And it was just we we fished so much. I would literally take my boat to school every day during high school. My little, my little <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. My little John boat rig and people, you know, obviously people knew I fished, but I I I I fished uh out there literally every day. I quit baseball. I said, Screw this, I'm fishing <laughs> and it wasn't the most popular thing at the time, you know, and, and Matt can back me up on that. Yeah. Um it wasn't it wasn't the most the coolest thing to do. Yeah, the cheerleaders but, uh, aren't looking for the fish. I just right? loved it. And we both loved it and we've we've Not just yet. really that's just And I remember I talked to Joe earlier. I remember um we had or my parents had a most people either had a lake house at Smith Lake or a place on Gunnersville. My parents had a boat on Gunnersville growing up. They kept over here and we were actually sitting in the marina and I remember watching Terry Butcher fishing there in the Sitgo boat. I don't know, 2005 or something. And, you know, I remember following Iconelli. You know, we were giddy little kids like everybody this was watching. Right, I'm going to go back. I know yeah, this we're going to flashback. Flashback. 06. <laughs> ask him where you started. Well, ask him where you started. Okay, so well, let's see if he remembers. Where, where'd you start the last day when you won there at Gunnerful? Oh, I started out at Browns Creek, mouth of Browns Creek. Crank it. Yeah, mouth yeah. of Browns Creek. We were in our old Ranger. Um, we, were, we were we were trying to get to the launch. You launched out of the back of Spring. Yeah. And we got we got to the bridge, and there's people waiting, watching all the anglers come under. Yeah. And there comes Iconelli with his little shark on the front of his boat. <laughs> and we catch I think you. You, had the, you had the flames on too. I think, yeah. 
I was rocking the Flames hard back in 06, <laughs> man. Yeah. The Flames were on. And we followed you over there and watched you throw out your marker buoy, slinging your trap as far as you could. I mean, that stuff like that, when we had those moments go to the weigh-in like that, when you ran through the crowd holding them up in the air. You know, oh, that, yeah. That's little stuff that stuck with us where you just you just dream about being that person, you know, just being there one day, and then you just eat up with fishing, and next thing you know, you are. And I think all these kids that want to be fishermen one day – all you have to do is just keep fishing, and it, you know sometimes you might. A you lot of people jump are gonna, into it. You a know. lot of people are going to end up doing something else in life and be happy doing something else. And if you really love fishing, you'll just stick with it, and you won't be able to shake it. And then here you'll be. Yeah. So that's that's how it happens. Hey, let me uh, let me take a break and remind everybody. Uh, we want to hear from you. Uh, if you have a question for the Lee brothers, uh, Matt and Jordan, uh, uh, send your question. I am. You could also Twitter your questions, Mike underscore Iconelli on Twitter. Or after they get off the phone, we're going to have a phone uh, line up here. And you can call in and talk to us about anything you want. Hey, listen, this is no accident here, Pete. Look at look at look at all these stats. I've been I've been reading. This, this them. is it's no da, this is no darn accident. Let me remind everybody uh, that we've got uh, uh, no, it's no accident. We've uh, Jordan qualified this year for the elites, coming in second in the centrals, and and Matt qualified from the southerns. Hey, let me ask you this: Is this the first time in BASS history that two brothers have qualified for the elites in the same year and will fish the elites in the same year? Are you are you history makers here? I think so. I think, so. I, I think you are. I, think I guess so. Bobby and Chris are the only guys that fished the elite. Yeah. But they didn't qualify in the same year, right? Nope. You did it the exactly. same year. Nope. Wow. And they have another brother that doesn't Hard. fish the elite. So if you were counting you know, two bro- everybody and you had at least two brothers and you really stretched it, yeah. <laughs> wow! I didn't understand that, but uh, yeah, I guess we are. Somebody get somebody get Ken Duke on the phone to verify this, but I think already, it is. I already uh, talked to him today. Yeah, I already talked to him today. You did well. He should know the answer. Uh, how, how are you guys feeling? I mean, so here here's the big thing. We talked to Joe, you know, and we we yeah. got his feeling on his freshman year and how he feels going into his sophomore year. Yeah. How do you guys feel? Going into your freshman year of the Elite Man. Series, you've been yeah. working your whole life to get here. How do you feel? Yeah, I just, I was just want to say before, just go buddy. ahead. But but everybody always asks us that, and I think you kind of haven't even had time to think about what you're doing, where you're going, because you you're so caught up in emails and phone calls every day. It's like a it's like a full time job in the fall because I really feel like. You can make or break your season from August to January before you even make a cast. And uh, and so you're really caught up in that. You're fishing some, and then the open start, and now you're, you're getting ready to go pre-practice a few places, California, Sabine River. You're trying to plan flights to go do that if you're going to have a boat available to ride around. Then you go work the Classic, and everything kicks off. So I think we're super excited, but you really – I mean, you really don't even, you know how, I mean, I'm preaching to the choir with you guys, but, you know, you don't even have time to sit around and just be in awe of who you're fishing against or what you're fishing. You're actually there. It's just, so you you can talk now. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, y'all understand. You know how. Oh, yeah. You know how busy it is. I mean, and especially for us, it was, it really was a blessing that we both got in at the same time because. I don't think we could have done it without each other because it's just so much stuff to try to get uh, everything lined up. But 
you know, as far as the fishing goes, and I, I know people want to hear about the fishing and, you know, how do you break down a lake in two and a half days? That's going to be tough, especially, Cal, I, you know, we haven't been to, we've been to Kentucky Lake and in Gunnersville, and I fished St. Clair this year, and I came in like 190th or something, so it doesn't count that I even <laughs> fished there. But, um, so, I, you know how big those bodies of water are. Yeah. It's going to be tough. It, you know, it, it doesn't matter who you know or, or what, you know, not having the experience, that's tough. Two and a half days is not a long time. You, you have to know what you're going to do in practice before you get there. Yeah. And and not to have that experience, it's, it's not going to be easy. You know, I mean, we're excited about it, but we know that up front, you know. Yeah. Just to even getting around the places. Yeah, that's if a lot. I wouldn't have had five or six days this year to open, to like the Red River, to learn how to kind of get around and it even make a couple, you know, it's not even about fishing. It's about, you know, getting around. So, yeah. you know, it, that's just going to be tough. But uh, besides that, we're pumped. Um, you know, you got you got to put your time in on that. I mean, it doesn't doesn't happen. You know how that is. Yeah. But, uh Works out. I have a feeling you guys are going to do okay. And of course, I know you're looking forward to Gunnersville. Uh, Becky, I, I think we have a couple IM questions for, yeah. for Matt and Jordan. What do we got? So, which one of you is going to be rookie of the year this year? Oh, nice. wow. That's a good question. That's stiff. Ooh. <laughs> I hope I am. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, it. Can we there's, some, there's some pretty uh, tough competition coming in. There's a lot yeah. of guys the last few years that are that are rookie of the year that are guys that have been fishing mm. Gunners Bull since before we were born. You know, yeah. so yeah, um, and yeah. You you've got pros coming in as rookies. Yeah, this yeah. Year. Brent Brent Ayler's not necessarily a rookie, <laughs> yeah. although he's up for that changed, title. I think they changed it. Yeah. Did they change Brent, it? Yeah. Okay. Really? Yeah, he's one of them. But I mean, it, it doesn't matter. You know, but rookie of the year's a good uh, good good target for both of us you know something doable it's not like angle of the year or something like that you know there's only so many guys in it but uh you know we'll see only time will tell that's that's a title that i really wanted bad my freshman year really yeah and i had a couple knuckleheads that fished the same year skeet reese and Aaron yeah. Martins and Timmy horton and Evan evers is know, that your year yeah, yeah a bunch of scrubs all came in the same year yeah, they were what? all scrubs that came in in the same year. You know how it Did is. Timmy win, ang- I mean, rookie of the year. Nah. I won rookie and, and angle of the year. Yeah, yeah, Timmy won both in the same felt yeah. swoop. So <laughs> that happens. Cool. I didn't know if yeah. you knew this, but yeah. I was rookie of the year. You were rookie of the year? No, I was rookie of the year. What? <laughs> Pete! I didn't know that. Thank you, Thank you very Who's much. Who's that? Pete. Yep, wow. yep. In ni- 1997 in the top 100s. That's unbelievable. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. wait. Where were you guys in 97? <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, I actually, you were talking about Bass University earlier. I actually did go to, we both went to Bass University in 1990, no, I mean, uh, 2006. Nice. 2004, four, maybe. It was 10 years ago. It was right at 10 years ago we went wow. to one in Nashville. So we went to one back in the day. Wow. Nice. <laughs> Back in the day. Another Back group making the elite. Uh, Pete was Pete was fifty back then. <laughs> Just to put that in perspective. And by the way, I don't know if you guys knew this, but Pete went to the original Woodstock concert. So he did. I thought it was wasn't he born there? 
If you want a history lesson on that, hey, it was uh, there. Wait a wait a buck fifty two. Pete, I heard him hating on your weight. <laughs> oh, come on. Don't worry about that. Hey, as long as you can still reel on a bass, it don't matter if you weigh 300 pounds. <laughs> well, we'll see if I can get there. <laughs> I'm sure you will. Uh, I'm on my way. <laughs> hey, I want to real quick switch gears here and just uh, say good job, too. Congratulations on some of the sponsors. Do you want to give a shout-out to, to some of your sponsors real quick? I know there's some big announcements being made the last couple of weeks. I've been keeping up with you guys. Yeah. What do you guys got going on the sponsor fronts? Yeah, we, we didn't. We went into it, you know, you're brothers, and you kind of look alike, and, you know, you're about the same age. So, you know, sponsor stuff, it could be a real advantage to have the same sponsors from a marketing standpoint, but also really expensive for them because you're doubling up, you know, everything. You know, that not exactly everybody wants to hire two new people, the same age group, the same, you know, so... We went into it with an open mind, you know, as far as boat, motor, all that, bras, reels, and the biggest thing for us is we want to be with companies, too, that we could be with for forever, down a long ways down the road, and, um, you know, we've been really fortunate to so far be with uh, Strike King, Quantum, and Legend, and that's that's for both of us, and, um, you know, that's, that's just huge for us starting off our careers. We wanted to be with, an, you know... And, and anybody that knows knows that those pro staffs are really small that, you know, usually keep at anglers, you know, for a long time. And, you know, that's just how that's how we both wanted to yeah. start out. You yeah. know, you don't want to start out and be changing every year. And you want to be with products that you actually believe in that you can promote easily. And it's been or that's been a real blessing, too, for us. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it's exciting man. exciting. Yeah, we're pumped about it for real. It is exciting. It's all. It's awesome, and that's a key part of the business. You know, is the sponsorship and and the ability to promote those companies. And you guys are doing a great job. What what wraps? What's your primary wraps? Did they did they say? I don't know. What's your what's your wraps for next year? The primary wrap is not. It's not finalized yet. Um. So we both are kind of. I don't want to say anything on on air and give it away yet. We'll keep the kids right. waiting. <laughs> wow! Nice. Keep the kids waiting. The you're waiting. <laughs> wow! All right, so we're gonna do a little quick. This is called the Rapid Fire Five, and I'm gonna ask you guys, and you guys oh, have God. to answer this as quick as you can. Okay. This is Dave Mercer, right here. Is this, this is for both this of is us or one at a time. This is gonna get right. deep. Come hey, on, Mercer. You Hit gotta us. you gotta figure it out. Number one, better with the finesse rod. Matt. Matt, okay. Better okay. under pressure, tournament pressure. This kid. Okay. I'll, I'll take it. Who would win in a fist fight? Me. <laughs> there you go. Oh, he's so bored. I'm sure stalking and way more than him. He's tall. It don't matter. It's all about length, son. <laughs> Which one of you guys have caught the biggest bass? Biggest bass to date. This lucky, this lucky son of a <laughs> caught eleven something. Uh, wow, eleven, eleven what? Eleven what? Caught eleven in a tournament. In a tournament, in a college tournament on Lake Gunnersville on a three-quarter ounce rattle trap. Wow! <laughs> wow. Okay. And the last question. And here it goes. Drum roll, Brian. Can we get a sound effect for number five? That stinks. That's not a real drum roll. Okay. Has either one of you in college? Ever drank in a baby pool, inflated in the front of your dorm, doing Jello shots with the thing full of Jello and flaming vodka? 
Everything Close. but the jello, jello. shot. Wow! Yeah, nice. There you have it. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think that flavor of pole was on the back of a pickup truck. Actually, wow. If you put a tarp from Walmart in the back of your pickup truck, you can run the hot water <laughs> heater, run a hose from it to your truck, and it'll make a hot tub. Wow. Nice. nice. That's redneck that's ingenuity. That's yeah. Alabama to the max. Hey, uh, guys, tub. before we awesome. let you go, Please let everybody know, the fans, everybody watching Night Live, how can they follow you guys? How can they get a hold of you? How can they follow your career and follow what you're doing every day? Well, Joe's phone number is... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Now, uh, yeah, fa Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, I'm at J. Lee Fishing. And uh, check me out. And I'm Matt Lee Fishing. We're always posting all kinds of Because Matt was stuff. easier than Jordan, I guess. <laughs> wow! Nice nice the Lee Brothers! Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Jordan. Great guest. Awesome job. Man. That was fun, guys. Great guest. Good awesome. guest. Have a good one. You too. Good yeah. night, guys. Man. After hours. <laughs> After hours. Coming up, get your beers. <laughs> that was awesome. Yes, it was. was cool. Dude, wow. two, two young guys that really are the epitome of how to do it. You know, I, I think. that's a. No if you look at the model of what they've done... It's a very correct model yeah. of how to get started in the sport of fishing. It, it, very impressive. It, except for the uh, pickup truck, hot tub, and jello <laughs> shots. Right, the jello, flaming jello flaming. shots. And <laughs> that, <laughs> that could you, you could do without. But, uh, oh, man, what, what, a, what a cool, cool yeah. set of brothers. They, that, was, that was fun listening to them talk. Like, I've seen them. I've, I've, I've introduced myself to them, met them out on the opens. And you get this little bits and pieces of their personality. But man, did they shine through in that interview? How they related to each other and opened up—that is—that was awesome to see. I'm sure the fans Those connected. Are two rising stars, I absolutely, guess. Oh, big time, big mm -hmm. time, big time. Uh, real quick, we're going to do a couple announcements. Uh, Want to let everybody know, and this is big. So, are you sitting down? Are yeah. your legs crossed? Uh, uh, they are. Okay. Uh, big announcement. Uh, you're going to see something out there in the media about this next week. Pedal, let Pete. Me, let me go ahead and tell you Pedal. first. What's that? Pedal Pete. Pedal oh, Pete. Keep pedal Pete. Uh, big announcement. Now, starting now, you can officially get Ike Live via iTunes. Wow. wow. Yeah. Ike oh, Live. Huge. Available iTunes. Big moment Don't know what for that the means, show. But it's huge. Uh, for all you <laughs> iTunes fans, uh, everything's free. Go check us out. You can download it for free. Hey, on your way to work, uh, on your way to the tournament, on a long drive. If you're like Dave Brodzik and you Google stuff all day and you don't actually work and you want to listen to something, <laughs> this is the perfect, perfect show for you. Uh, so, so big news on the iTunes. Um, also want to announce that tomorrow uh, our good friend, friend of the show, Mark Jeffries from Bass Zone, brings back Bass Talk Live uh, 11 a.m. Central tomorrow on BassZone.com. Big shout-out to Mark. We're all going to watch the show. Yep. Awesome show over there. Uh, and Pete, real quick, I, I want to get with you. Any updates? Uh, you have any updates or, or cool things happening with the Bash University or Bash University TV you want to tell anybody about? Bash University is all digital. 2015, we've got some great new stuff. All, all, all of our classes now, the PowerPoints are available for the students. Our booklets are available for the students. And we have Bash University TV that is going to, this week, we're going to start launching are all of our videos that uh, from our seminars from this year. So every wow. Thursday is Bash wow. University TV Day. 
Every Thursday. Thursday's learning day. We launch a new video from one of our great instructors uh, that we filmed this year. So look for it at, at thebashuniversity.com backslash TV. Check it out. And and guess what else we just we have to announce real quick. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, we got something big? Oh. Wow. I keep forgetting I'm look, wearing these headphones. Man, you're getting, you're getting all pulled out of proportion here. What do we got? You're going got, for something. We got, we got something really cool. What is that? Show that. Show that in the screen there. What is that? This is... Uh, this is Brand new sponsor of Bash University. Brand new sponsor? We've come on with Garmin. Garmin's come on board with us. And uh, they're going to be part of the Bash University program this year, as well as they're going to be rigging out the Bash University boat this year as well. Wow. Garmin coming on board with BU. Yeah, real excited about all the new stuff Garmin's coming out with. uh, Do do I have to ship that? (laughs) <laughs> Brenda. <laughs> so that's that's the big news from the Bash University, and wow. I even have bigger news. Bigger news? It keeps it, it's suspenseful. Yes, this isn't necessarily good news. Oh, that's not good. I just got a text message that the governor has issued a travel ban in the state of New Jersey that starts at 11 p.m. Wow! wow. You guys better wait, wait. get out of here. Wait, did, did Quick, he, did, I'm not keeping Did he you. shut down the bridge to New York again, too? Oh, man, we're stuck. <laughs> uh You got me for a couple <laughs> days. They're here for a week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is breaking news going breaking on in the news. show. Yep. Uh, hey, let me also want to send a special thank you and shout-out to... Xmark, Xmark, thank you guys, man. It's Sweet. going to be a great relationship. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, thank you guys for supporting the show. Pretty awesome. Uh, real quick, another uh, update here. If you want to be on the show, if you're a unique individual with unique <laughs> talents, uh, and it doesn't have to be fishing, right? It could be anything. Male, female, transgender, doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> wow. <Easy. laughs> thank you. Uh, Follow Brian the Carpenter on Twitter at Brian Stockel. Is that right, Brian? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, fi- find Brian the Carpenter on Twitter, uh, and, and he could help you achieve your dreams to be on this horrible show. Uh, and uh, what else we got? Uh, 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 next show, by the way, for you guys that are writing this down in your calendar, big announcement here. Next show, February 9th, Monday, 8 p.m., and it's going to be a classic special. I don't want to give too much away, but on our last show before the Bassmaster Classic, we're going to have on multiple past classic champions. I'm not, I'm not going to say any more. Wow. It's going to be a very unique show. Very exciting. And, and before I end it, and by the way, real quick, Bri, correct me if I'm wrong. What we're going to do here, uh, Brian Carpenter, is we're going to take another little break. And when we come back, we're going to do... A shorter than normal Ike After Hours, and we're going to open it up to everybody's questions and comments. Uh, I am, Twitter, and especially the phone line. So don't go away. Stick around. We're going to come back for Ike After Hours. But before I do that, just in case, I want to say thank you to everybody in the room. Mark, Joe, thank you guys for being here tonight. Thank you for We appreciate it. Pleasure. Such a fun Great night. having you guys. Pleasure Pleasure fun night. And uh, stay tuned for Ike After Hours coming up. Thank you, guys. See you soon. Bye. (laughs) Man, what a show.